very specific yes um but yeah do you want to kind of kick things off and explain to our large audience why we're here today yeah our large audience of your dog (laughs) mob he cares a lot about who we are he does he's into it (laughs) um well i'm erica and i'm a makeup artist but beyond that i'm like a beauty obsessive i would say um and i think that's maybe something you and i have in common we are we're definitely both beauty obsessed except that i know nothing about anything that i put on my face which is really problematic for one but also sort of hilarious so you get a lot of really random messages from me being like is this okay what is what am i putting on my face so we we thought it'd be kind of fun to like pair our love of beauty and our wildly disproportionate amount of knowledge and talk about stuff yeah and I love that you send me those messages because my favorite thing beyond doing it as a profession is just yapping about it to people like I love telling people what to do with their makeup I love telling them what moisturizer to use um <laughs> you're so you like being bossy about makeup no I love I love the conversations about it I love telling people about products I love answering questions I love learning stuff I'm, yeah. Your sponge. Yeah. A makeup sponge, if you will. Um, so just some background on how I kind of started using makeup is that I basically didn't. So I grew up as a dancer and it went from like no makeup at all to like full fledged stage makeup, which was like ridiculous. You're like a six year old child, like terrifyingly Did your mom looking lipstick on your cheek always and like pinched you and stuff and it was awful and I'm like that's not makeup that's child abuse but that's for another episode and possibly more wine but um I really like grew up in a household of like my mom never talked to me about makeup it just wasn't really around me other than for dance and so I my association with it was like it's for fun and then as I got older it was like getting more and more awkward to have someone help me and I just didn't know what I was doing so I didn't wear makeup for a really long time because I legitimately had no guidance. I'm, I have a sister, but she's younger than me. So I didn't have anyone kind of like helping me out along the way to kind of figure it out. Um, so I started off unknowledgeable and remained that way to this day. You know what though? I can't pinpoint where it came from for me because I feel like I have the exact same background. I danced when I was little. My mom used to hold me down and do ballet buns and smear <laughs> lipstick on my face for recitals. Mm-hmm. My mom's not a huge like makeup beauty person when I was ki- when I was a kid. Like, you know, she was she was a pretty like everyday like wears mascara and like lipstick on a special occasion. And I had older brothers, so I didn't have a sister around whose yeah. like stuff I was stealing or anything like that. Um so yeah, I don't even know where it came from. I just know that I was obsessed with Seventeen magazine, <laughs> the, and the best and the beauty section, <laughs> Bonnie Bell lip smackers, and I had a Kevin Aquan book, <laughs> which is so wonderful. I I can picture yeah. being like a child, being like, "This is my Bible now." And I thought it was just there was something about it that I just found so completely fascinating, and I was into knowing everything about it and how you did it. And I had no idea that you could do it as a career. Like I knew that Bobby Brown was a person, right? And, and was not married to Whitney Houston. Yes, yeah, so she was a very <laughs> famous makeup artist, and she had a line. And I thought that was it. I thought it was you were Bobby Brown, or you worked at the Bay. 
<laughs> I were, love that. And you were a clinic lady. <laughs> Which, well, it's so interesting because, and also, like, we were talking about this before we pressed play and got really scared, but we were talking about how there was no YouTube. Like, how did you learn things? You didn't. Like, no, you, you didn't. The world was so much smaller when we were growing up. No, it was. And that's, I don't know, that's, like, where the obsessiveness came from a mm-hmm. little bit, I think, because it was, like, you got the information in, like, such small morsels because there was no Google to go. And there was right. no, like, there was no blogs to read. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I had my makeup book. And I had my magazines, and that was it. And that was like a once a month. Once a month, you got a YM and yeah. a 17, and it had two pages of beauty tips. And I would just like read them obsess- obsessively and then like file them away in my oh. little brain and then sit in front of my little mirror, like lining I my wish eyes. I a little Erica. <laughs> <laughs> lining your eyes over and over again. And then again. washing it off because yeah. I didn't wear makeup. Right. Because you're, you were I was young, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I love that. I think it's like, I think so many of us have a relationship with makeup in some ways, especially being women and growing up, you know, with a certain standard of like what we're expected to look like, you're not armed with the tools to even know how to get there if someone's not telling you. So it is kind of a cool tradition that like make beauty routines and all these things are kind of passed down and how you acquire those skills is either like non-existent at all or there is someone who was like, I remember getting makeup done for the first time. This person helped me like figure out what that would look like. But yeah, like we were, we're pre-internet babies. And so totally. you see these like kids on YouTube now and you're like, oh my God, like you're so much hotter than I was when I was 12, which for the record was not hot at all. Um, and I had oh. nothing to help me. <laughs> we were wearing Bonnie Bell on a chain around yes, our neck. We, were. we thought we were the coolest. <laughs> the though. coolest, hottest ever. I had bad teeth, bad haircut, and a Bonnie Bell lip smacker chain, which I thought was pretty cool. It was. Oh, I was, was happy. Did you have Dr. Pepper? Of course, of course I did. But also French vanilla, and there was a shimmery um, strawberry kiwi. Yeah, so good. Yeah, we'll talk no. more about those. Yeah, things no, I, I mean, I never had someone sit me down and say, "Oh, this is how you put makeup." So I guess, I mean, I guess that's kind of where it came from. Yeah, because I loved it and I wanted to know, so I had to like seek it out for myself. And you know, we had to be a little resourceful back then. Totally, just, we like, did. Click on my phone and watch some twelve-year-old teach me how to do a cat eye. <laughs> and I still don't know how that's done. For well, the record, so we'll we will dig there. into that we'll one day. Um, so I have a question for you. Okay. When I was younger, probably again <laughs> in my junior high years, I remember this very cool group of girls. Um, they were beautiful, and I think they were all cousins too, which was strange. But they were just like friendly and nice and like gorgeous girls and in my mind they were always like on a pedestal to me and I remember one time they said good friends don't let their friends put mascara on their bottom lashes and I was like okay and I never forgot that for some reason because I just like thought these girls were the most beautiful human beings on the planet and so until recently I didn't even put eyeliner on my bottom lashes um let alone mascara and then strangely I went home to visit my mom a couple weeks ago and she had started wearing mascara on her bottom lashes and I was like what made you start to do that and she's like I don't know but I was always told not to do it so my mom and I even though we never talk about makeup we're both doing the same or not doing the same things and then very similarly started to at the same time so please debunk this for me Am I a terrible person because I wear mascara and eyeliner on my bottom lashes? You are the worst <laughs> person I've ever met in my life. The, the police are coming for me right now. <laughs> no, oh my god, those girls made an impression on you. Yeah. Things like that stick in your brain, though. Someone says something to you when you're young, and you're just like, okay, well, that's the law. The law. And I'm very law-abiding. Yeah. 
so I talk a lot. Let me tell you, this is a polarizing topic to okay. this day. So really? We're really like throwing it down here in this first episode. That's what I was hoping to do. So, okay, are there rules? Is there like exceptions to the rules? If I feel like I'm going to be crying a lot, like if I was like, you know, going to watch The Notebook again, maybe I don't do that for my own like personal preservation, but like what are the rules? Okay, so here's the thing about makeup rules. There are makeup rules and then there's makeup rules. Okay. So there's makeup rules that makeup artists have that we use, you know, when we're working with clients, just like things you don't do or a certain way you do things because that's how it work best, works best. But there's also like makeup rules, like people mm. tell you things like that. Right. And it's just in your brain and it's out there and it becomes a thing that people believe. And this is going to be an annoying answer, but it kind of comes down to personal preference. Oh, interesting. Okay. So if I, because I personally think think when I was younger I kind of liked I felt like a more of a fresh look not to have something on the bottom yes and so the argument against it usually is that when you're putting the dark under your eyes you're making yourself look tired or older Mm. or all those things that we you know that we don't want to do right um for me I wear mascara on the bottom I feel like it brightens my eyes and makes them look a little bit bigger right um but I don't like to go in too hard on it so there's definitely some stuff you can do if that's the road you want to go down. Yeah. I mean, I'm not currently wearing mascara on my <laughs> bottom lashes, as you can see. Um, but it's been something for me. I, I honestly feel like as I am older and more tired, I don't want to be either of those things. But I honestly think all of a sudden I had my makeup professionally done. Like you've done my makeup before. I've had, you know, been in other instances where my makeup's been done for me. And every time I have something on the bottom of my eyes, like I actually like that look more um obviously there's like levels that you can play with to make it more dramatic looking than other times but it kind of has become my default um for sure yeah i if i'm working for someone or if i'm working on someone i always do it like that's just my go-to because i like the way it looks too right but people have strong feelings about this sometimes the client will be like oh don't put mascara on the bottom i never wear it and it becomes one of those things when you don't do it and then someone does it to you you feel like you don't look like yourself because you're like i don't i don't do that that's not my thing so now i look weird or I do it to someone or I don't do it to someone and they say, oh God, I always wear mascara on the bottom. Right. This looks so weird to me, which right. is my thing. If I don't put it on the bottom, I'm like, well, now my eyes look strange. Totally. I and wear it every day. And you're not so yourself. Why, yeah, exactly. So why don't we just focus on maybe like the day to day? Because if you're going yeah. for a look, yes. you know, that's a whole different thing. Right. But if you're just walking around being Sylvia, which I try to do, if you want to wear mascara on your bottom lashes. So there's some things you could go waterproof. If you want, yeah. that's always kind of the easiest option. I know people don't like it because it's hard to take off. Right. But get yourself a good oil cleanser and you should be fine. Okay. Um, and some of these options, like, they involve buying more products, which I sometimes hate as a solution to things. Right. Because it's like, oh, well, now I just have to buy this other thing just to be able to do this, to go with this thing. To, to break make, a rule that I've been trying to, to, to avoid my whole life. To make myself look good for the patriarchy. Like, <laughs> let's just... <laughs> So, you know I mean? yes, so, totally. But you can do these things. So you can go waterproof. Um, another thing you could do is instead of black, you could do brown, mm. which is sometimes a little bit softer, especially on someone with fair hair. Okay. Um, you could do a lash primer. What is a lash primer? Um, a lash primer is exactly what you think it is. So you know, we okay. have eyelid primer, face primer. Yep. It's doing the same things for your lashes. It's helping to volumize. It's helping your mascara. Oh, interesting. Because it gives it like a base. And not flake and not smudge. Exactly. It's that like base thing. So whether you buy into primers or you don't, it's an option. Okay. I would probably just use whatever mascara you use 
that brand probably makes an eyelash primer. Okay. So I would just do that because they're probably meant to work together. Okay. So you could do that. Um, but the other thing, and this is the thing that I do, then I'm going to pull out my little bag. Erica has a bag of tricks. This little brand. What is this? So we'll share some pictures on social media about this, but it's like a little, it looks like, you know, when Bob Ross paints like happy little trees everywhere, that's what this looks like. It's like a fan brush. It's a teeny tiny baby fan. I love it. And it's not for putting highlighter on your Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) But you could if you wanted to. But you could if you wanted to. It is for your bottom lashes. Um, And so what you would do is you'd take your mascara one out, brush this across, and then you can just like lightly flutter this over your lashes so you're not like combing with the mascara wand that's all like gooed with mascara and then you get too much and you're like oh this is this is too much for me right for the daytime you can and you know and then you can add a little more or you could just do it at your roots if oh, you're like I just want to make my lashes look a little thicker that's what I like too I like the look of like maybe I'm wearing a little eyeliner but I'm not actually right it's like a softer kind of more toned down look. love it yeah. okay that's interesting I've never heard of this brush in my life and it's very it's very cool. People are very interested whenever I blow it. Yeah. I honestly have like feared running back into that gaggle of girls one day and then being like, look at Sylvia. Her <laughs> life is obviously in shambles. She has mascara on her mind. Did we teach mascara. her? Nothing. So I'm next time I'm home, I'm going to seek down these girls and be like, check this out and whip out my fan brush. Well, thank you. This was very helpful because I honestly, like since I was in grade eight, so we're talking like a solid 20 years of harboring fear of what to do with my eyelashes. You know what? It's time to let it go. <laughs> let it go. Okay. It's, it's out of my mind. Out of my mind. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Tiny fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours for the record. <laughs> that tiny fan is not big enough. Nearly big enough. Um, okay. Shall we jump into our second topic? Yeah, I think so. It's really cold outside. It is snowing very picturesquely in this oh, yeah. window behind you as you sit there. And it's lovely looking, but it is cold as fuck outside. Cold as fuck. Full disclosure, we're in Canada. It's been winter for a solid two weeks now. And my face is paying the price. So is mine. I actually texted Erica the other day and I said, I think I most closely resemble the tree in Pocahontas right now. It went from like summer glow to horrifying state of affairs with my face in like a matter of a couple of days. And I learned last year from a good friend of mine who works in the cosmetics industry, because I was like ready to go like get a full on facelift at the ripe age of 33 years old. And he was like, no, if you have vertical lines in your face, it's dehydration. And the other lines you have in your face that are horizontal or like smile lines or whatever, like that's something that like hydrating your face isn't going to fix. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and it really was like in between my eyes, these like deep crevices. And it was because my face was so thirsty as was the rest of me like so thirsty and I had to learn a lot about like skincare full disclosure by a lot I mean I asked him the product to buy and I went and bought it (laughs) um so yeah really didn't do much investigating at all but I it made a big difference to have a moisturizer that was actually geared towards injecting as much water into my face as possible yeah um but I wanted to throw down on winter skincare because I am flaking off like crazy. Yeah. It's really hot. If Elsa has come and sucked the life out of us and it's only been two Two weeks. weeks. (laughs) So what are your thoughts on the winter? Well, look, it's rough. It's rough here. I, I'm not even a dry skin type. I have oily skin. I always have. 
And every year, the older I get, as soon as winter hits, like, I'm like, I turn into a lizard. I didn't want to say anything when you walked in the door, but I was really worried about you. I'm the same way. Like, I have been very lucky. You have more oily skin than I do. I've been super lucky in that I really haven't ever had to worry about what I'm putting on my face. Like I have pretty resilient skin. I didn't really ever struggle with like breakouts and stuff. Trust, if you saw my pictures in grade eight, you'd be like, oh, your braces were more than enough to make up for not having pimples. But really like I never had to worry about it. And then all of a sudden I got older and it seemed like the weather just stopped agreeing with me because I had more lines maybe overall in my face. So it's like terrifying and you look old and I hate it. You're like, who is that shriveled? shell of a person. I already have an old lady name. Exactly. (laughs) They're like, we're just going to go let her do her thing because she's obviously an old haggard woman. Um, so yeah, I, I think like helping the world figure out what the hell to do with the skin right now would be super helpful. I mean, I think we all have to kind of like, I know we hate doing this, but sometimes you're just going to have to invest in some different products for different weather and like switch up the stuff that you were using in the summer to whether it's something like thicker or heavier or for me that doesn't always work doesn't always agree with my skin but I tend to just like add in more layers to my mm. routine at night so I'm doing like a serum and two moisturizers and an oil oh my gosh <laughs> I know it's it gets You're sliding up into your pillow <laughs> it's a lot of time I spend a lot of time on this routine at yeah night. But yeah, it's but just, it helps. Yeah, and like you know, doing them, adding in the hydrating masks. Like I'm doing the sheet mask once a week, and I'm still exfoliating with like a glycolic acid. I find really helps me a lot, mm. but like not overdoing it because you know it can get to a point where that dries out your skin. Right. But like getting the dead stuff off, and honestly, it's just like your environment too. Like turning on the humidifier now mm. that your house has the heat on, and it's gonna be dry as hell. Yeah. And um and drinking water. I know that's so boring. It's so boring to say. It's oh, so boring. I just drink tons of water. Like, it's so good for your skin. <laughs> I actually I don't drink tons of water. I'm dehydrated all the time. Right. And I just <laughs> kind of just a dehydrated mess. And it affects my skin. And I just need to be I need to be more focused on doing that. Because yeah. it is really actually important. It makes a difference. I used to get made fun of in high school <laughs> for saying drinking water is good for your skin. I've always <laughs> been obsessed with drinking water and for some reason those around me picked up on that and I remember so distinctly like sitting next to this guy in high school who'd always in that voice be like water's so good for your skin I'm like but it is so leave me alone and like I've always been like a very thirsty person I guess um we're drinking wine right now for the record so we're super dehydrating ourselves which is fine oh perfect okay I have coffee so I'm doubly dehydrating myself right now um so but it is so important to be drinking water, especially in the winter, because I can feel it in my lips too. Oh, like, my lips so are brutal. Cracked mess. I'm obsessed with the Bite Agave lip mask right now. Oh my gosh, those are Bite is a really really cool company. I love Bite yeah. so much, and I love those, and I just feel like even that my lips are just like eating it up. It's just like oh. they're so dry, they're just like sucking, sucking up, it like in. It's gone, but it's so good. I love it. Um. Bite's really cool for a lot of reasons. Bite's a company that's based out of Toronto. That's all like edible. You shouldn't, don't eat your lipstick. Like it's a ridiculous thing to do. But if you did, you wouldn't die, which is wonderful. But it's a really cool place. And there's actually like a Bite lab you can go to and make your own lipstick. And they'll do like that scrub on you and stuff too. It is 
heaven on earth. Oh, we're going there. It's, we are going um, there. Yeah, anytime I use a bite on somebody, a lipstick, they always ask me what it is because they always smell and taste amazing and they're so creamy and they have the most beautiful finish and the most beautiful colors. Beautiful colors. And when you go to Bite Lab, I've been there once before, you can literally make whatever color you want and it's so wonderful and the people who work there are super cool. So it's a really fun thing. And Sephora sells it, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I love that they're like into a Canadian brand like that. But honestly, I will like rub Vaseline on my lips at night and go to sleep because they're like hurt. Same. And it's so like, I feel like such a gross person doing that. I don't rub Vaseline on my face, obviously, but it's just like, it's anything I can do. And I notice my dehydration first and my lips usually, um, first and foremost, which is, which is super frustrating. Um, you mentioned something that I didn't understand. So I would like to get clarity on. You said glyc, glyc, colic acid something yeah. like that that i'm not saying properly because i didn't yeah. understand it what is it uh so that is a chemical exfoliant mm. so you will see it in a lot of masks like right now i'm very into using uh the herbivore blue tansy mask okay um, and that has glycolic acid um i know chemical exfoliant and the words acid make people think of like harsh things yeah but it's actually quite gentle oh, interesting. and so much better for your skin than scrubbing it off with St. Ives or like be- beads or like shards of glass. Like, <laughs> I really prefer shards of glass to <laughs> I think it's really important to stop for one second though because we discovered recently that we have a friend who her and her husband yes. are addicted to St. Ives and I didn't know anyone was even, I didn't even know that was a thing anymore. It's still a thing. I didn't think anyone still used it but I made a joke about like, remember when you used to like razor your face off with St. Ives and she was like, oh, still use still it. Still do it. Week. And I was horrified I was horrified and I was like made her promise to please throw it out but yeah you're gonna get like a gentle exfoliation and it's gonna burn when it's on but like you might feel like oh my god my face is burning off I'm gonna rinse this off and my face is gonna be all red no your face is gonna be like glowy and youthful and plump and you're gonna have like little pieces of dead skin that you can kind of just like flake off so that's like a good thing it's a good thing it's a great thing amazing thank you for um, stopping for those who have no idea what glycolic acid is. Yeah. Look at me learning big words. It's, it's very it's wonderful, exciting. It's a wonderful thing. Um, face masks overall, I think are like your jam to say the least. <laughs> I don't think I know anyone who likes face masks as much as Erica. <laughs> and I actually really like that because Erica brings me a lot of joy in a lot of ways. But one of them is like the things that she really loves and face masks is exceptionally high up on that list. So is there any like kind of face mask aside face mask aside from those ones that you think are like notable that for someone like me who needs like a shot of hydration that I should try rather than like a peel kind of thing? Yeah. Um I mean, I try and stay away from in the winter even though I love them like the charcoal and clay masks because they tend to be a little bit more drying um unless I'm having like a breakout or something and I really need to use them and yeah. I just try to hydrate really well. Gotcha. Because the thing with sunscreen is you need to put it on, but you also have to put enough on for it to really be effective. Okay. Interesting. Um, So, yeah. And I wear my base pretty light, so I don't feel like I use enough of the product for the SPF 40 to be really that effective. So I still put a sunscreen on underneath. Okay. Um, I grabbed some of the sunscreens. I kind of just rotate. I have a mineral. This is the Bear Republic SPF 30 mineral sunscreen lotion. Um, And I think it's a mostly... Uh, zinc oxide one um, oh, it doesn't say on the back how what the percent is it was probably on the box uh, but I got this at Target it was very reasonably priced oh awesome um, and it's cute looking yeah and this is the Kula 
the Coolest Sport SPF I Classic love Face. Um, this was a FabFitFun yes. box item, and I actually really love it. It's It goes on, and it's super, has, like, a very dewy, like, super hydrating finish, which is great for winter. Yeah. But I do find it, like, calms down and, like, absorbs nicely. For sure. It's, you and don't it's, really don't notice it's there. Yeah, and it's, like, a nice base for makeup. Like, I'm very, like, conscious of stuff not being, like, too greasy on me because I don't like it to be... You know, like, just brings out all the texture in my face. And, like, I have oily skin already, so I don't want to, like, maximize that. Right. But, um, but I really like that. So sometimes I'll wear that under my makeup. And then I have this one, which is a Korean brand. And it is the Innisfree Perfect UV Protection Cream. And it's a 50 SPF. Holy smokes. Uh, this and this is also very reasonable. And I got it on... I'm going to say I got it on Soko Glam, which is a Korean... Uh, beauty site and do they deliver to canada they do there's a couple oh. canadian ones too um that i use i will look them up for you this bear republic smells like a dream yeah not that you should base the things you put on your face because of how they smell yeah and it is a mineral so it does leave the white cast so i would wear this like i would wear makeup over this i would okay. wear it on its own because it's going to give you that like mineral zinc kind of cast to your face oh this is just white sorry i just opened this and started using it on my hand that smells good too what do you do when you can't understand the um, the language the language on your package? Because <laughs> here the only thing I actually know is that it's water resistant, so that's helpful. And then it's also telling me not to stay in the sun for too long, which is also helpful. But the rest I have no idea. So on the package, um, on the actual box that it comes in, there might be English. Sometimes there's not. But okay. there will be wherever you're buying it from. Um, if you're buying this stuff online, whether it's on uh, Amazon or on a site like Soko Glam they'll list the ingredients in Perfect. English. So yeah. I don't need to be worried about that. Yeah. Um, my mom got this product from her mom in Poland that had 5D technology on the box, and I couldn't understand any of it because it was in Polish, and it literally had a picture of, like, someone's face being pulled in all these different directions, and I was like, we're only 3D. Like, why would I want a 5D cream? Like, will I morph into some sort of, like, superhuman monster oh it was the most luxurious cream ever i loved it so much and every time i go to my mom's i like lather it on my face even though she's like obviously using it sparingly because it came from poland can christina I don't send us some like i just want to see it as i will get her to send us some if she will part with any of it because she's obsessed with it too and we have very different skin just because of our sheer age difference um but it's wonderful oh that sounds 5d i you are seeing me in 5d <laughs> right that now is, but i'm, I no I'm so intrigued i'm so intrigued um okay so what else am i using in my routine um okay so this is the first aid beauty ultra repair face moisturizer and this is just my go-to everyday moisturizer it's not super heavy it's not super light it's just kind of nice and there and gives me a nice level of hydration it's find it's not enough for me in the winter so I've been okay. layering it with stuff um we were talking about glow recipe a little bit I'm using their moisturizer um I'm liking on what it's called I'm sorry I should have brought it um but I'll look it up for you and I'm it has like a very thin like almost watery consistency okay. so I will use that first and then I'll put a little bit of, bit of this on top and then I might do an oil on top of that okay. um I'm also doing um when I'm taking my makeup off I'm using a balm a cleansing balm so right now I'm talk to me about this <laughs> I'm very I didn't know the... there was a cleansing balm oh Sylvia oh See, Sylvia. I have no idea. <laughs> I just want to look nice. Oh, smell it, it first smell off. It? I just yes. shoved my face I in the thing. I just shoved your nose right in it. 
So this is the pharmacy oh clean, green clean makeup melt away cleansing balm, and this stuff just like take a little bit and like melt it in your hands. Oh, it my is dreamy. Goodness, it <gasps> melts all your makeup off. You rot, you rinse it off. Now in the summer, I might do like a double cleanse, so I might do this, and then I might do like a foaming cleanser. Okay. Right now, like the past week, I've just been doing this and rinsing it off, and it's just like leaving my skin feeling really, really hydrated. But and all the makeup is off. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm just doing that, and I'm like eliminating that other cleansing step because I don't want to like strip my skin away. Okay. Um, Where do you get that from? Yeah, this is a Sephora. I got this oh, at okay. Sephora. Um, and this is the small size too. This is like the travel you can get in a, like a big ass tub. Okay. Amazing. It smells. So wonderful. And yeah. I love the texture of it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's one of the best bombs I've ever tried. I also have a little travel size of the Elemis right now that I got uh, when I was traveling. And I was uh, wandering around duty-free at Heathrow Airport. And I was like, what can I spend the rest of my British pounds on skincare items? That'll do. Um, and it's really nice, too. But I do like the texture and consistency of this one even more. It's yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend doing something like that or like an oil cleanse, um, if you're taking off your makeup and then, uh, what are some other moisturizers I'm using? Um, oh, I use this sometimes during the day. This is the Pacifica Coconut Probiotic Water Rehab Cream. Mm. Um, and it's supposed to be like a pretty intense moisturizer. Um, I love Pacifica. I got this at Target, full disclosure, but you can buy them in Canada. I know that well.ca carries oh, okay. them. I love well.ca. And like, CA. it's in a few stores for sure too. So you can get it here and it's a vegan and cruelty-free brand and they're very reasonably priced. Like Amazing. drugstore. And uh, it's also super pretty. Yes, it's super pretty, and they have they have tons of other moisturizers too. Um, but I'm liking this one right now, um, and it comes in a tube, which I like because you yeah. don't have to stick your filthy fingers in it. Well, that's kind of what I hate too. The moisturizer that I'm obsessed with right now is the Tarte H2O. Yeah, and I was recommended to it when I thought I needed a full face of reconstruction um, when the winter hit last year, and I love it because it's super super light, and it's obviously the name is H2O. It's really heavy in water. That's not a clinical term. Heavy in water. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it goes on so, it's nice and light. Um, sometimes it stings my face. Is that normal? Okay. I, I don't know that much about that one, but I would, I can look into the ingredients. Yeah. Party. I don't know why it was burning, um, but kind of in a good way, but maybe in a bad way for me. Again, I don't know enough about any of this to like know, but I To do know, know the good yeah, burn from the bad the, burn. Exactly. Because <laughs> you were talking about a good burn earlier and I was yeah. like, I don't know. But I do find that it's um, really, really wonderful in terms of like not being too heavy. You can wear it all the time. It's not just like a nighttime cream, which I really like. Um, it's like clear when it goes on, but you do have to like dip your hands in it. And I kind of hate that as well too. Like it just yes. feels like... It's know. gross. Your hands it are is. dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who knows where these hands have been? The other thing that I'm obsessed with, which um, was introduced to me by our friend Sharice, who's a hairdresser, is Egyptian magic. Oh, yes. And I don't know at all what is in it, really. There's not actually that many ingredients or what, like, the suggested use is, but I'm obsessed with it. The only place on my skin I find, like, on my face that I can't handle is my chin. I okay. actually did notice I got, like, a little bit of a reaction on my chin but otherwise like around my eyes through my forehead I'll put it on at night because it's like way too greasy mm -hmm. to wear during the day but it has like really helped me as well too I have heard that about that I've never tried it but I hear people talk about it it's very like a cult like very popular yeah thing. um yeah what else do I have here um that's my makeup yeah as far as hydration and specific products go. I know at like the drugstore price point, um, the Neutrogena Hyaluronic Acid 
moisturizer is very, very popular. People love it. I've never tried it. Um, but hyaluronic acid is a great thing too. It's going to like lock in all of that moisture, like all that stuff you're putting on your face, it's going to like seal it in and help it absorb better. Um, so that's definitely a thing to try. Um, if you don't want to try it, go out and try a $50 moisturizer and hate it. Yeah. Um, it's a little more budget friendly and you can really never go wrong with a little Cerave, like, Mm. which I know is basic as hell and it's not like sexy or cool but it works yeah and that's all that really matters because my face like I said look like a tree I hate that feeling of like never feeling like your face is moisturized enough in the winter I don't care if it's sexy and cool I just want it to work yeah no and it's not at all but it's great it works and it's totally budget friendly too you can get at shoppers for under 20 bucks amazing so yeah and then the glow recipe this is the sheet mask but they also have a sleeping mask oh um which i have i have used it and just left it on my face for an hour and i've also slept in it um my face is so effing soft after i use that thing <laughs> again it has kind of like a watery jelly like consistently consistency it smells like watermelon so if you hate the smell of watermelon or kind You're of like a robot? fake watermelon. No, it's that's a real thing. Some people really? really have an adverse reaction, a reaction to it. Um, but if you're okay with all of that, it makes my skin soft like a baby. I, first of all, their packaging is so cute. So cute. They have the cutest, most adorable packaging. Everything is in glass jars. It's like the millennial pink that everyone wants all of their stuff to be right now. Totally. And yeah, it's I totally cute. love like everything about it. It's really, really cute. And you are so obsessed with masks it's not even funny and I feel like <laughs> I would trust you with my life when it comes to selecting a mask among other things yeah and a sheet mask like this like you could throw this on once a week now this is $11 which is a lot for yeah. a single use product <laughs> yeah for sure is there like something that's like a little more economical that I wouldn't feel so terrible about throwing on my face yes and I am going to figure out what that is for you well, and let you. you know we will regroup but this is like <laughs> we're gonna start a segment called mask of the month would you th- would you go to bat for this being your mask of the month? Absolutely, yeah. And the sleeping mask, I've been using that a lot lately. I wouldn't say that it gives me the most, like, long-lasting results. Yeah. But if I'm just really feeling, like, sucked dry and I put that on at night, I wake up and my skin is very soft. Okay, I need to get one of these ASAP. Yeah. Also, is it terrifying for the person who's sleeping next to you in your bed to wake up next to someone in a face mask? No, it's very, <laughs> um, the consistency of it, it goes on basically clear. Oh, like so it's, it's not it's, an actual sheet mask. It's no, just a, it's, it's a, a it's a liquid mask. Um, scoop some out with a little, it comes with like a little scoopy thing so you don't have to stick okay. your fingers in it. And it's like that light pink color, but it, it goes on clear. And I would put it on a little bit before you go to bed and like let it dry down a little okay. bit. So you're not like just smearing it all over your pillow. Cause that's what I was afraid of. I was like, well, I'm not going to sleep in this cause it's yeah, very runny. Totally. Um, but I put it on like an hour before I went to bed and then just went and to bed. And to, then, like, yeah. And then in the morning it was mostly absorbed, but I still just like washed my face. Right to get the rest of okay, it off, but it had mostly, like, sunk in and just left me with, like, very, very soft skin. I was picturing you, like, in a full-on face mask, like, sheet mask at night, and just, Yeah, like, like sleeping on a being, like, support. who, yeah, exactly, <laughs> who is this person in my <laughs> with bed? my hair's in rollers, <laughs> and I'm just, I can't, with my, like, my eye mask on, like, I can't, I have to sleep on my bed. That's basically what I look like <laughs> when I go to bed every night. Yeah. That is not what I look like. I'm actually a really horrible offender for evening makeup routines, it, like, I've stopped sleeping in my makeup. That was, like, a real problem for me for a long time. And it, it wasn't was... because I was, like, 
I don't want to ever not have makeup on. It was like, I'm tired. It was all of us. We all went through that. Oh, like, it's so bad. Yeah. Um, so I'm still not the best. I'll take it off, but it's not like I've got like a routine like you do, but I'm trying to be better. You know what? And the getting a routine thing is like, it's just making it a habit and yeah. like making it a priority and making it like a fun thing that you do for yourself like this isn't work because I'm so tired at the end of the night and now oh I have to take my makeup off right and like I'd rather just go to bed it's like you know what I have 15 minutes to myself in the bathroom and I'm gonna do this really nice thing I'm gonna use this cleansing balm that I love that smells amazing take my makeup off I'm gonna do some serums take a little care of myself And I do it in stages, too. Like, sometimes this nighttime routine starts at 8 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> and like and I do a step. You go to I take the makeup off, you know, and then I might do a toner. I might do... And then I might do a mask. And then I might sit and watch TV for a while. Okay. And a mask. And so then I might rinse the like mask off. Yeah. And then I might add in a serum. And then I might watch some more TV while that serum absorbs nicely. And then right before I hop into bed... I keep on my. I actually keep my moisturizer on my nightstand, not in my That's bathroom. Smart. And it is my last thing I do right before I go to sleep. And just as I'm hopping into bed, I just take a little pump of it and put it That's all over my so face, smart. and then I go to sleep. Erica, not just a pretty face, <laughs> but your face is prettier because you're sleeping next to your moisturizer at night. But I, I just made it a thing, and yeah. I just started doing it, and then now it's a habit, and I look forward to it. And I love it. I love it. I, it's such a, you're so right. I think taking care of yourself, sometimes we're so quick to like make it seem like a chore, but taking care of yourself is like the most wonderful thing. And like putting time into yourself is super important. And I like this idea of like things that like look pretty and smell nice and are good for you. Like enjoy that time rather than rushing it away. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. like it. It doesn't have to be a chore. And now my husband knows, like he comes upstairs and he sees me and it's mask time. <laughs> you have boundaries it's in not your even life. A, it's not even a shock anymore. It's just like, oh, it's, it's mask it's time. It's mask time. I love it. Does he ever do them with you? Uh, he doesn't, but I think he should. I want to get him on the mask train because I think it I think it could help him. I think You so. know, men need to take care of their skin too. They totally do. And I've actually noticed that my husband will tend to like be into or like interested in the things that I will bring home just instead of like, should I be using this? Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, like whatever. I don't care. But we, I like that actually. And like now that we're, he blow dyes his hair now and uses product in his hair, I feel like he's more open to like product for other things as well too. Exactly. So, Same. We yeah. actually had a conversation today because he brought home some face products a couple weeks ago and I was not satisfied with them. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want you to use this. I don't think they're good for you. I don't think this is going to do anything for you. I'm going to get you something, but of course I haven't gotten him anything. Okay. On your way home. But I said, I said in the meantime, until I get you something, you can just use mine. Just use my face wash and my moisturizer. Like it's not going to harm them. We're not a different species. Right. Skin is skin. So like, why not? And I think there's such a stigma like for guys not doing that stuff because it seems like something that's exclusively for women. Yeah. Yeah. and somehow men just have this thing where they still get better looking as they get older, no matter like how dry and wrinkly their skin looks. But I still think it's really important. And there's a level of understanding that's like, we're not being vain when we do that. We're just taking care of ourselves. And I'm all for them, you know, jumping in on that bandwagon. Like I love in the morning that I'm getting like shoved out of the way because my husband needs the blow dryer. I'm like, please exactly. take the blow dryer. Yeah. Do your thing. Because it just opens that up for all of us. Like we're allowed to take care of ourselves and we're allowed to feel and look good and whatever we need to do to get there within reason and we're not harming other people in the process um 
is great. I love yeah. it. Yeah, self-care. It's yeah. for everybody. It's for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, thank you. This was wonderful. I yeah. feel like I've learned a lot. You've expanded my vocabulary and my knowledge of makeup and inspired me to kind of try some new things. Oh, God. Well, I hope that everything I said wasn't entire nonsense. It wasn't but... at all. I love it. And I'm really excited to go and face the girls um, from my junior high with my mascara on the bottom of my eyelashes. So thanks for giving me the confidence to do that. No problem. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.